Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one majestic page of Talmud every day. Who is my guest today, you ask? Well, the one and only, the man who needs no introduction, friend, teacher, inspiration, Rabbi Dovid Bashevkin. Hello. Liel, what an absolute joy to be with you today and the Talmud, my two closest friends. <laughs> so, listen, uh, I'm reading today's page, Shabbat 112, and there's a whole discussion there. Uh, Chizkiah and Rabbi Yochanan are, are having this discussion, and Chizkiah is really impressed by an answer that Rabbi Yochanan gives. And here's what he says. He looks at Rabbi Yochanan and said, this is not a human being, but an angel. Some say that he said, this is an ideal human being. On a similar note, Rabbi Zera said that Rava Barazimuna said, if the early generations are characterized as sons of angels, we are the sons of men. And if the early generations are characterized as the sons of men, we are akin to donkeys. And I do not mean that we are akin to either the donkey of Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa or the donkey of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, who were both extraordinary intelligent donkeys. Rather, we are akin to other typical donkeys. And so look, this is funny, but it also contains this notion, the idea of iridat hadorot, right? The descent of generation, that every generation is just a little bit less illustrious than the generation that came before it. And I have to tell you, this is something that has been bothering me for a long time. Because, you know, very often I think to myself, I look at people who had similar education to the one I enjoyed, even say 50, 60, 70 years ago. And I think to myself, oh my God, these were such vastly more impressive humans who commanded languages, who had real kind of intellectual heft to them. And, you know, I'm nothing compared to them. This notion that the generations keep getting just a little bit sillier with every turn kind of strikes me as correct. And, and I just know that you have something very wise to say to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to talk about you feeling silly, but you probably have plenty of personal reasons to feel uh, silly about yourself, as we all do. <laughs> I don't know if I can help you in that department. But I do think that this passage of Talmud is really fundamental and can't just be read in isolation. There certainly is a thread throughout the Talmud of this notion that as history progresses, the generations get weaker and weaker. I think that's a function of many ways about the way we look at the Talmudic world and even more so the biblical world that had prophecy and miracles. And we hear these stories where the presence of God, as depicted in these stories and narratives, was so obvious and clear. And here we are, and we live in a world where so much of that is obscured and not apparent. And, you know, right. I, I don't know about you, but, you know, the miracles that I read about in the Torah and the Bible are certainly not things that I have witnessed in my lifetime. The only so, miracle we have witnessed is the 1986 Mets. And, and not a terrible miracle at that as a, as a Long Island kid myself. Right. I was pretty excited about that. But it, it doesn't really stack up next to the splitting of the sea. Uh, for most, uh, maybe in those <laughs> diehard fans. But I think there's something actually really remarkable here, and it reflects in a very important Talmudic rule that changed in history. For most of the Talmud, if there is a dispute 
between two teachers, two rabbis. We usually say, we usually say in the Talmud that we rule like the master, like the teacher, because the student, you know, there's the decline of the generations. The students get weaker and weaker. If he's arguing with his teacher, how could he know? But at some point, and it's probably during the generation of the Talmudic personalities, Abaya and Rava, that changed. And there's a different principle that we also have throughout the Talmud called Hilchata Kibasroi. The opinion, the law accords with the latter opinion. Meaning the later, the more current, the more contemporary the thinker, that's the person who the opinion accords to. And I've always found that switch very remarkable because it kind of flies in the face of this passage that you read, that the earlier you are, the better you are, the more clarity you have, the more everything you have. And I think that there are two approaches for how we view this doctrine of the decline of the generations. I think, especially in light of the fact that when we actually decide Talmudic law, we decide like the latter generations, which seems to undermine that. And I think there are two approaches to this. And you, you could jump in if I'm losing you at any point. But I think there's one more utilitarian approach, which is the reason why later generations have a some leg up in superiority is the old imagery of a regular person, of a, a smaller person on the shoulders of a giant. That's a an image that is quoted in Jewish literature. I think it originated outside of Jewish literature. But we look at later generations, you know, we are small, but we're standing on the shoulders of all previous generations. And I think that's a more utilitarian explanation of what is superior or growing or what's to be optimistic about later generations. But there's a more fundamental explanation, and that's the explanation of the teacher who you know I love so much, and that's Reb Tzadok HaKohen Melublin, the great Hasidic teacher. The great Rav Tzadok, the great Hasidic master. The great Hasidic master from, lived from 1823 to 1900, and he quotes his teacher who actually said, and is it okay if I read it's one line in Hebrew and then I'll try to translate it? Absolutely. Is that okay with you, Leo? We are very Hebrew friendly on the show. So this is the line. He says, Sha'af Shahadoros Hamochos Mismatin Pam. Even if the capacity, the intellectual capacity of each generation that we look at is dwindling in each generation. This line is so beautiful. Avol nekudas hachayim shebelev misrachev tamid. The inner point of being alive, of self-awareness, that inner vitality is actually expanding. V'naase mizdachich b'chol pam yoser. Specifically through exile, through the difficulties of our collective consciousness absorbing so much more experience, so much more difficulty, so much more resilience, it's that perspective that has absorbed so much of history, so much experience, that actually has expanded the every individual mind and heart in the contemporary age. So they're kind of holding on to both. It's not just the imagery of, you know, we are tiny little people, but, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. This is saying something far more fundamental. It's that our inner world, our nukudas hachayim, that experience of being alive, which I almost attribute to, we don't know more, but we actually know that we know less. 
which that knowledge of the absence, that knowledge of the vastness of history and information has never been more palatable. And I think in, in our generation, even though there's been a decline, that inner connection of realizing almost what you don't know and realizing the collective consciousness of our experiences as a people and as and through history has actually expanded and continues to expand in every generation. You know, I love that. And, and I particularly love that Rav Tzadok sort of uh, juxtaposes moach and lev, the brain and the heart, and basically tells us, as, as you've so eloquently just explained, yeah, we may not be smarter, but our capacity for empathy has grown, and that makes a world of a difference. David Bashevkin, rabbi, friend, thank you so much. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Liel. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone, or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Soon.